In the name of the true and living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Lin-Manuel Miranda, in his blockbuster musical Hamilton, he narrates an important New York City dinner between Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, and Alexander Hamilton. You might remember that the dinner conversation featured high stakes, or whether the federal government would take over and pay the state's debts, and a decision on the location of this young nation's capital just a casual Thursday evening dinner in New York City. Hamilton got the banks. Turns out he was a smart guy. The Virginians got the capital city. Miranda's song capturing this dinner meeting, it's written from the perspective of Aaron Burr, who was not invited to the dinner party. And he wishes that he was in the room where it happened. I wish I could have the choir sing some of the song, but it turns out they have a lot of singing to do this week. And the title of the song is The Room Where It Happens, and we'll never know exactly what happened at that 18th century dinner. And tonight, on this Monday, Thursday, we're not at a New York City dinner party negotiating the future of America's capital, but we are in the room that changes the direction of the history of the world. We're in the room that wants to completely transform every single part of our lives. We know what happened in that upper room, but the inexhaustible love we encounter tonight in this room can change the rest of our lives. We're in the room with Jesus and his friends on the night in which he's to be betrayed, and handed over to the Roman death penalty. And at his last supper with his dear friends, Jesus gets up from the table, he takes off his outer robe, ties a towel around his waist, and stoops down to wash our feet. And after this sermon, we're invited to wash one another's feet, remembering that we are to love one another as Christ loves us. That's the commandment we are to obey. You know, not just because we're feeling particularly kind or nice, but to obey it. It's hard to love as Jesus loves us. The one called teacher and even Lord. The one we're to worship. The one we are to serve on his last night lovingly washes our feet. What a God. What a God. The one who is all-powerful, the creative source of all that is, is revealed to be love all the way down, washing feet kind of love, all the way to the end. And tonight, we're in the room where it happens. You know, a small section is skipped over in tonight's gospel reading, and it's important to spell out what's left out. After Jesus washes his friend's feet, He's troubled. He's troubled because one will betray him. Judas will leave the room. Judas is not convinced that foot-washing love is where true power is to be found. He's not convinced. He's not convinced that he should place his deepest, deepest trust in this teacher. So he leaves the room. 
Meanwhile, John, the writer of the Gospel of John, tells us in verse 23, one of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. The NRSV softens the Greek text, the disciple whom Jesus loves is reclining on the chest of Jesus, resting at his breast. We sort of made it the PG version with the reclining. He's resting on his chest. The disciple is staying close to the heart of Jesus. He's staying in the room. He's staying in the presence where transformation can happen. The Spirit of God is telling us tonight through John's Gospel that faithfulness means staying in the presence, staying close to the heartbeat of Jesus. You know, John, the writer of John's Gospel, leaves the disciple reclining on Jesus nameless so that we can be that disciple. That's why John did it so that we can be that disciple whom Jesus loved. We can lean our bodies against the chest of Jesus Christ and be saved by his sacred heart, which he pours out, especially in his great sacrifice on the cross. He pours it out for the healing of your life, for my life, and for the life of the world. And you know, this disciple whom Jesus loved will turn up again in our story tomorrow on Good Friday at the foot of the cross. So nobody said this love was easy or hallmark sweet. It's costly to stay in the presence. It's demanding. It's challenging. It can change everything. You are the disciple whom Jesus loves. And tonight, you're in the room that has the power to fill you with his divine life. So transformed, remade in Christ's crucified love, we, the beloved disciples, are to become the kind of people learning to wash each other's feet, the kind of people who show up not to be served, but to serve one another in sincerity and in truth, the kind of people who are to be found in the darkest places, like that foot of the cross, staying faithful to the vision of Christ-shaped, foot-washing, crucified love. And that's the new commandment we get in this room tonight, that we love one another, wash each other's feet in the way that Jesus loves us. It's in this room tonight that the kingdom of heaven is joined to earth for all to behold and join in. This is where human beings learn to lean on the heart of Jesus and from that place of intimacy, kindly serve one another. It's in this room in New York City that God's life is poured out for us, poured out for us in the institution of the Holy Eucharist, which is our most precious gift. We'll not leave tonight with new political and economic deals hashed out, but we will leave with a new commandment. And having been in the presence 
that can change us. And in this room, week in and week out, from cradle to grave and to the end of time, Christ's body and blood will be offered, his love poured out. This is the room where that happens, where Christ is given to us. So rest your head on his chest, recline on him. Stay close to him. Listen to the beating of his heart, because that's the sound of unending life, of undying love. And he pours it all out for you, the beloved disciple, and for the life of the world. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.